This episode is sponsored by a little oven pizza of Merced. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. special announcement. Uh-oh. This episode Uh-oh. is also sponsored by the Chocolate Dipper. Yep, you heard that right. We got a second sponsor to our show now. Super excited. So, um, yeah, if you, if you guys haven't heard uh, the Chocolate Dipper, it's a fantastic. It's actually, I would, I would describe it as like a fundraising store. Mm-hmm. It's mainly geared towards fundraising. So yeah, it's yeah. a candy apple store or chocolate dipped apple store. Uh, and they specialize in making bulk orders for fundraising. So if you have a club or a sports team or whatever and you want to fundraise, it's a perfect time to uh, to get together and, and, and uh, order bulk from, from the store. And not to mention, they have some really good-looking products, at yeah, least uh, at least on the website. Look. So Cal and I haven't yet been to the store. We have not yet gone, but yeah, we but will we are planning and to give you a report. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, give you guys an update. But from the look of it so go to their go to the website chocoladipper.com and um they have some really fancy yeah. stuff going on here i like, remember i sold the turtle because we were checking this out about right, a week so ago the, yeah they, they name all their kind of products so one's called the turtle and let's let's like, take a quick view at this rolled in homemade caramel rolled in pretzel crumbs and pecans drizzled in milk chocolate wow and if that doesn't sound anything good i don't yeah, know I mean, what you, is you, you talked about fundraisers but you can also just go down there get yourself your own oh, yeah. individual well, apple yeah, they have on-site stores they have one store in merced and one in salinas yeah so so that's pretty good so i would definitely uh, recommend you go check it out and also if you again need fundraising options this is a fantastic place um yeah. our school as well we don't have any uh food fairs anymore but this is still an option out there to to raise some money Oh yeah, but and then also let's not forget about our exactly. old beautiful <laughs> friends. OG, at little oven, the OGs. Uh, today they have the Smoky Joe and the Brock. Yeah, I think I've listed these the ingredients enough. But the Smoky Joe has the jalapeno. If you're feeling spicy, with yeah. some bacon, some uh, smoked scamorza. Yeah, uh, and then the Brock, broccoli obviously, uh-huh. uh, ricotta, crushed red peppers, and some Parmesan. Yeah, or does that, okay, okay. You know what? I haven't actually tried broccoli on pizza. See, again, another so I another, haven't tried yeah. the, the potato with potatoes on pizza. I haven't tried, well, I have tried the, uh, uh, what was the date one again? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, oh, man. Um, I don't, oh, I, the, 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 the oh, bonito? Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God, whatever. But, um, but yeah, the bro- broccoli on pizza, that sounds interesting. That, so that gotta go, sound, gotta so, go check it out yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, sounds very interesting. Uh, you know, uh, wait, wait, wait. Gosh, I had something to say, but I forgot. Something <laughs> to do with pizza. Well, D- just imagine that I said something about pizza. Yeah, that's all. We, that's all we. That's all we need because we know that anything that we say about Little Oven Pizza is always good, and oh, yeah. they're a fantastic sponsor. Oh, I mean, Our little OG ovens, sponsor. Little Ovens Pizza. Little Ovens. Two, two, two ovens now. Right. So Little Oven and Chocolate Dipper are two sponsors to our show. Go check them out, and of course, thanks for their support. And I guess with that, let's cue the music and get on with another episode of the David and Cal Show. Hey everyone, we are back at again with another episode of the David and Cal Show. As and as you can as you can um, hear from the intro, uh, really exciting first episode with two sponsors. Two sponsors, it's unreal. I know it's amazing. And today we're rejoined by uh, one of our returning guests here, Harley Hermosillo. Hi, Amina. Amina, morning. There he is. Yep, there he is. <laughs> Perfect intro for for a really interesting dude. And you know what, Cal? So I, I was I was talking to you earlier, right? Uh-huh. Do you remember our first episode? I do remember our first episode. Our first episode. And to our, like to our <laughs> veteran listeners out it, there. It almost feels like it was a year ago, but in all reality, it was like, it was what, like a few th- weeks ago. Three, four, four, four weeks four ago. Weeks. Jesus Christ. We are... Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, our first episode, if any of our veteran listeners want to pop quiz here, the first... Well, the three topics that we touched over, it was... Detention. Detention. 
cursive and the and rise of technology, rise of technology which classes. was just random random stuff completely random. but they were all unified in the idea that we wanted to talk about things that are relevant yeah. and Re- i think our no. original idea for the david and cal show was to just talk and to you know if we get off topic what's the big deal yeah but well we yeah. brought on we brought i think what happened was we brought on so many interesting guests yeah and, and we became much wanted, more focused we right. wanted to know so much and i mean anytime we got off topic we felt like we were just like wasting time yeah we wanted to know these things yeah 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 so, so today we brought someone we already know yeah and you know our plan today is just to talk about you know some relevant things both in educational news and in something that's you know developing in high school but we're just going to take off with it and and kind of embrace the idea of the david and cal show which was just random stuff but random enough uh sorry not random enough so that it's still about high high school so i guess with that you know let me pull up this really interesting uh piece of uh, news that i searched up so this was uh, october 8 2019 Three school districts sue Jewel Labs over e-cigarette use. So um, the Olath Public Schools in Johnson County, Kansas, uh, and also Howell School District and the Charles County District in Missouri filed suit alleging that Jewel Labs intentionally markets its products to teens as trend-setting and relatively harmless, you know, it, which forces educators to you know, divert time and resources yeah fight e-cigarettes which they consider are yeah, an epidemic that's inter- interesting right my time on campus i i don't know if merced is like a jewel abusing school in particular i don't know because I, I know mean, it's hard to it's hard to see it's hard right? i know obviously it's hard to see but I've, i know uh, see it, that, that i know in <laughs> some some uh states like hawaii hawaii has a drilling epidemic really like, it is awful like oh, ev- pretty much Every kid in middle school is just like doing a, a what would you call it? The things that you put in pods, pods, a pod, a, pods. pretty much a pod a day. I've heard. Um, so I looked it up here. Drooling is not legal for people under eighteen. So oh yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Any sort yeah. of like vaping, e-cigarettes, now, what I'm smoking about is uh, is nicotine free? Is that wait? What do you mean nicotine? Because I know there's uh, there's nicotine free stuff, and you just like it's just for fun. Oh, like, there's you know, like there are like certain mods where it's just smoke. Yeah. But, I wonder um, if that's legal, or is it just like the action of vaping? I don't, I don't think no, so. no, it's no, just no. like anything that has to deal with your brain chemistry, like alcohol and stuff like that. Anything yeah. it has to be at least eighteen or twenty-one years old. Or, yeah, yeah. But it's but I mean it's 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 true. I think that markets they mar- these companies that make jewels and other vaping things, right? They they market it as trendsetting, and it oh, low-key yeah. focuses on. The, you know the teen you guys know those teen. commercials that they have on like uh, adult swim and cartoon network and it's like we're gonna end smoking oh yeah you uh-huh. remember uh, and they're like the theme's like orange uh, yeah orange and black or something yeah and they try to relate it to uh millennials by putting like dubstep yeah uh-huh. and memes really? and memes yeah 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 it's like a it's a whole campaign on, on yeah the but commercial. to quit smoking right what was it, it was to quit smoking and now it's it's to quit joining like they have no commercials that are specific to smoking now it's just like a drooling right. epidemic. But, but, like, why do you think it's so, like, prevalent amongst teens? Because, like, you, you see those memes online where it's like, oh, teens are, like, way against smoking nowadays. Like, it, it was successful. The smoking, anti-smoking campaign was successful for the yeah. teen age group. But then suddenly, out of nowhere, vaping became... I think there was a year, uh, or I think there was a few years where drooling was seen as, like, the healthy alternative to smoking. Yeah, I yeah. definitely remember that. And like, yeah, well, and, yeah. and that's, see, that's the wording, right? Because it's not a healthy version. It's a healthier... No, yeah. kind of. So, on a jewel, there's like, you can up your nicotine dosage. Right. So if you're trying to quit cigarettes or get off it, it is a good way to get off cigarettes because you can, I think the knob is like up to twelve, 
and you can like lower it down to like one percent nicotine mm-hmm. oh, and okay. then eventually you can like wean yourself off yeah of it. so i think originally it was like actually do you think it was invented in order to wean people off smoking no i think it was in- invented to make money yeah but it was marketed towards people i think to, uh, to quit smoking. Who because i mean i know they uh they had the e-cigarettes used to be shaped and painted and they looked exactly like just cigarettes right and i mean that's oh how it used to i remember, remember that. that yeah I remember and it, that. it was like a it was like oh it was a hip thing to do like oh you're switching to like these electric it's like things. a high-tech kind and, of and they try to make them look like cigarettes so you still got the i don't know i mean like the orange the ring cool factor, but now they just look like yeah. usb yeah they yeah. Look like USB yeah um, i think they're trying to get away from the image of a cigarette because it's decreasing in popularity yeah i think so right the but thing you said earlier about marketing to kids it's like uh, of course, they're gonna market to kids. It's the biggest audience, the most influential. If yeah. you market towards kids, it's the most um, gullible as well. Yeah, that's a whole generation you're marketing to, right? The most gullible generation you can, besides like maybe elderly. Mm-hmm. But you can't market to elderly people because they're smoking. So they want to market to kids that's because uh, millennials and older adults, yeah. they already know that uh, you're not supposed to smoke, or they're already hooked on cigarettes, or they're already hooked on alcohol. Yeah, but also Gen yeah, Z, have we have a, we have a like we have like a high tech kind of kind of magnet right we love high-tech stuff because yep. we live in an age of technology yeah. so i think that combined with the fact that e-cigarettes and vaping is so yeah they look just high-tech right yeah. that's where it's such a trap and you know what we mentioned about like it's it's you know e-cigs can be meant to like wean smoking is actually isn't so i searched up so although they've been marketed as an aid to help you quit smoking e-cigs have not been received by the fda approval as smoking cessation devices so like a bunch of because like we hear these rumors right and these rumors i'm pretty sure are spread by the companies themselves yeah probably to make it seem like don't worry guys this is a safer alternative yeah when in all reality it's just as addictive just as dangerous or perhaps even more dangerous because there's been like you know records of like things exploding in your hands right yeah like the, the actual and, uh, yeah various few accounts and i've but, seen i don't know and, i, I just been, don't know and, what it like how it actually kills you because i just see like these headlines it's like kid goes into a coma after right, for, drilling. For, for, right. Well, well it's 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 one company fighting another company trying to make money right. the anti-jewel companies are trying to make money they no one wants cigarettes anymore so they switch from cigarettes they're now going after jewels because that's what makes the most money yeah. the jewel companies they don't want to do cigarettes anymore they want to do jewels now because if they get the whole younger generation that doesn't like cigarettes anymore because we'd have so much time so much money put into forcing them not to like cigarettes anymore with all these ad campaigns they want to switch to jewels more high-tech better looking they get them hooked on it they get their kids hooked on it because they see Yep. Once they grow up, yeah. they're smoking jewels. Their kids are gonna look at them and be like, "I want to do that yeah. too." It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of a perfect storm. To yeah, just it's just like well, what's that? What's that saying? Where like you you jump from a jump from the frying pan into the fire? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just the same thing. Where like sure, we thought we were safe now, or we were you know less you know addicted to to cigarettes since it was becoming much more prevalent. But it just became yeah. a new thing. It became a new monster. So so what about jeweling like affects your body? Well, I mean, well, see, the, the thing is, like, you know, companies don't have to disclose what they have in their vapes, no, yeah. right? I mean, like, they could have some weird chemicals in there that above, you know, not just nicotine, nicotine that, you know, they don't need to expose, yeah, right? They right. don't need to disclose. So there's a bunch of random stuff you'll be putting into your body, which is mm-hmm. super dangerous, right? But I just kind of want to talk about, like, you know, the, the anti-cigarette campaign, I would say, is more or less successful amongst teens, not so much adults, because that's still very, yeah, very, I mean, very, very big. hooked for life. But like, what do you think can get, you know, bring that tide back to, to, to you know, the anti, anti, so we have to be talking about the anti-vaping campaign. 
right now, yeah. right? Because you know it's tough to fight something that's that's just so appealing to to teenagers, right? You know, it looks cool. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. You know that 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 kind of style. I know of it's things. hard to fight something like that. Right. I mean. You, uh, I wonder you can't examples. Just, yeah, you can't just say up to like a 14-year-old kid who's drooling. It's like, yo, dude, you're going to get cardiovascular disease. You're going to get yeah. cancer. You could spontaneously die from lung collapse, right? Like, sure, that sounds dangerous, but that's not going to stop them, yeah. right? It has to be like a culture yeah, shift. I guess we have to look at examples of like success in getting youths off of something. I think, it has, I think it has to be their parents. The parents? So? Well, yes. see, like... I, I, well, who's I, buying them these jewels? Well, yeah, they're like all brothers. Well, no, they, they, they can't they, buy jewels. Yeah, they're illegal. They, yeah, yeah, never mind. But like, it's more like you know hookups, right? Like, I'm sure they have like hookups. They probably know a guy. Who yeah, yeah, guy. know people and all that. So, I mean, parents is tough because like they can say like don't jewel, but then in the you know when they're at school, you know after yeah, I school, feel like before school, it's it's a tough parents because like it's not like the kids are gonna say hey mom and dad uh, I'm jeweling. So right? yeah, I mean they always right? keep it a secret. Yeah. Well, it's like I mean it's easy to tell if your kid's smoking like my my parents used to smoke so like they would come inside and i'd smell the smoke off them i'd be like mm -hmm. okay you've been smoking but that's the thing though like vaping doesn't really have a distinct scent around them i know you can get like unicorn blood unicorn yeah it, has, it smells like candy <laughs> but what parents could do is instead of just saying hey you can't vape they should say hey if you come home and i know you've been vaping you're gonna not go out anymore and you're gonna stay in the house or they can spank their kid uh -huh. For doing that, or they can ground them and keep them in their room. So you think disciplinary action is the yeah. way? Is the way to I think it. hard discipline, not yeah. just no, don't do it. <laughs> right, and but see th again, that's like up to the discretion of parents, and yeah. not all parents are up to that. But I think, I think the easiest way to attack this is is utilizing something that's really, really strong, a very strong uh, uh, kind of effect in school, in life in general, and that's uh -huh. peer pressure. If you can somehow turn the tide against vaping, so like everyone would think oh my god you're vaping you're you're instead of oh you're cool you're vaping it's like instead oh my god you're disgusting if you vape yeah well how did we take down cigarettes because i know cigarettes were a well same thing mainly mainly because for one they smelled so bad right and it was such a bad thing to be like so you think that, that that's and, why and then everyone's like oh my god you're smoking you know the yellow teeth and the bad breath and all that so Honestly, I think it was peer pressure. It's kind of funny. Peer pressure kind of started cigarettes for students. But you think about using and it also I think ends cigarettes for students. Yeah. But see, the weird thing about vaping is just it's you know it's a quirky thing, right? It's a quirky, it's quirky. thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't really do anything about it. It's you know, like you said, there could be like candy, candy flavors. There could be um. Oh, what, what do you say? Like like water cotton candy. They, they yeah, have the weirdest candy. names, dude. right? But like <laughs> it's like unicorn milk. Right. So it, it's quirky. So it. You know, it's hard to, you know, change school culture so that suddenly instead, because, you know, who's going to say, oh, a unicorn flavored thing is not cool, right? It's just that. So it's tough. And yeah. you got to give credit to, to the companies who, who, who were able to do this. They, yeah. they really did a good they, job in terms of like, tr well, just I mean, trying they to start an epidemic. <laughs> right. It's crazy. It's I mean, I mean, but it's not their fault. Yeah, I know it isn't their fault. So the, the school should not be suing these companies. I, I kind of agree well, with them in a way. It depends, because I haven't seen the exact campaigns, but if they're like, because, again, they are, and see, that's, this is the problem with, like, cigarette companies, oil companies, you know, these things. They are putting on, you know, like, the, uh, the uh, term externalities, external costs, mm. right? These companies aren't paying for these kids' hospital bills. They're not paying for the amount of... Well, neither you know, is Jack charge. Daniels. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Alcohol as well, right? The, all the damage that... Yeah, so, like, a lot of these companies are making billions in profits. They're not paying the costs it's dealing onto society. Right. But I mean, I think that's how. Yeah, that's how. Way, that's neither how is McDonald's. 
Burger King. Right, right. Yeah, but when it comes company. to when it comes to saying like things that are specific, like just like well, that's the main that's the main argument for like carbon tax, right? Because you know companies are you know spewing out you know hundreds of tons of yeah. CO two in the air and they're not paying for any of the damage that they're doing right. and communities are paying for the damage that they're doing. So like it it's it's like a big disbalance or unbalance, sorry, that you know communities are paying the, the damage that companies are dealing. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know no, I, I know, right, I know right. you mean. So right. I, I get like some when it comes to like things like obesity at McDonald's, you can't really like it's not like McDonald's gonna be paying everyone for their you know high blood pressure yeah. uh, <laughs> drugs, right? Yeah. So. But do you think vaping companies should be held accountable for some of this stuff? I mean, all they're doing is marketing a product. Right. I know, but I'm yeah. I mean, but still, you can't ignore the. Really? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to consider the fact that, you know, it is it is dealing a lot of damage to, to our to our kids, right? To 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 our peers as well. You know. I, I mean, I could see them like I've seen like cigarette packs where there's just like a dead corpse printed yeah, on top of no, it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you seen that before? Really? Yeah. Hey, if you go to other countries, it's a cigarette pack, and they have like black lungs. And it, like it's all pr- like there's they're not allowed to brand their cigarette packs anymore. Uh, like there's no like. There's uh, just big letters print. saying you will die. Yes, and and it has these. a dead corpse on it. Yeah, like that's, that's yeah. Well, there's I some know, laws. Do you I, think th- do you think they should take an approach like that? Maybe that's that's pretty get, good. Get I rid think... of branding and like they're not allowed to like they should they shouldn't be allowed to list all these like creative yeah. flavors. And it's stuff. a good step. It's definitely a good step. I mean, the Surgeon General warning on the cigarette packets like oh smoking has been known to cause you know you know that big red big yeah. white box on those. I mean that barely does anything. I think you're right. I think, but th- see, that's a first step. Yeah. I think the biggest step though is somehow I don't know how this is gonna happen, but somehow change culture of of kids of teenagers so yeah. that they'll look down on. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that's probably it's just really it's easier said than done. Well, yeah, but like yeah. you can imagine, you can imagine, hard. like yeah. you can say, hey, we gotta change it so that meth is bad <laughs> i mean and it's right. like of course meth is bad yeah. but they still want to do it because it looks cool you right. can't you it's, can't it's like change a, that well see but so, yeah like you said like it looks cool it it looks cool to other people that's what yeah. matters right like imagine you would i don't think you'd be vaping too much if you're shunned by your friends yeah you know no one's talking to you anymore yeah. everyone looks down on you see that i think is the step at least that's the direction i think we should take you know because the other methods like you know punishment and um, just straight out banning stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. It's it's difficult because there's so many cracks that it can be leaked out, right? Yeah. But the most effective way is just like what so, the so how do we, did. how do we like change culture? I guess like how do, how do we? It, that's such like a daunting I know I know task. it is it is a weird. Do we thing, ask celebrities to go on Twitter and be know, like Julie? Well, is so Joker bad for Joker you. did it in his new movie, the Joker movie. <laughs> dude, yeah, we, dude, need, the, we Joker, need Walking Phoenix to Joker, tell Joker, Joker was Joker. A, was a solid movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Well, I mean, you know, it is an R-rated movie, so we can't condone ever, all of our listeners to go listen unless, of course, you have express parental <laughs> permission. Yeah, I guess Harley condones it, but right. But I mean, dude, that was a, that was a good movie. That was a, that was a seriously good, good movie. movie. And it, it's it's so funny to see like the uh, the uh, the disparity between like the audience. Well, you go to Rotten Tomatoes, right? It's like twenty percent. On like, wait, on uh, the Joker, I yeah. think it's at it's like, like sixty. Metacritic's well, at like fifty. Yeah. And and then uh, well, IMDb yeah. is at nine point two mm-hmm. or something unreal like that yeah i mean um, it's an audience pleaser for sure mm. right but i mean it's kind of interesting how like you either hate it or love it it's yeah. like it's that kind of movie so oh, let, let me, okay Spe- yeah so speaking of movies 
Kanye West's new album is making a movie. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kanye West. Okay. Is... Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. Beep, beep, beep. We have breaking news. Oh, yeah. We, we might as well. We're a news source now for Kanye. Yeah. The album dropped. About, the album well, dropped. By the Jesus time this King. episode comes up. We're gonna oh, it's been. It's, yeah. It would have been dropped within a few hours. Yeah. Because I'm publishing it. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you should go listen to the album. It goes. That's the album. It goes. Yeah, you imagine Kanye West like copy striking our, our podcast now. <laughs> what, what if that's a valid strike right there? I don't know, but but yeah, no, that, that's pretty cool. I I I'm not I'm not saying I'm a fan of Kanye West at least nowadays. I mean, I was I was a graduation kind of guy, you know, college dropout kind of guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those albums were pretty OG. Um, it's interesting though how you you know how they say Kanye West is a cultural icon and all that, and yeah. like he 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 like kind of oh he like started bling pop. Bling and pop. he, oh, star- he, oh, he sure. started. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He started Bling Pop, and then decided to end it. Yeah, and then, and then ushered like a new it. era of like high level production on yeah. all your stuff. Uh-huh. And then like ushered, and he just keeps usher- ushering yeah. us into new eras of rap. Call him Usher, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's <laughs> <laughs> that took you way we're, too. We're losing our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, it's so fascinating how like you know all the kids around us, like everyone, you know. I, I would say, like, we are the generation to be brought up with, with Kanye West, with Drake and all them. And Ew, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, oh, yeah, by the way, I pulled up the uh, Joker uh, critic. So it's the tomato meter is at 69% and the audience score is at 89%. Yeah. So critics, and I saw some of the reviews, which is totally fascinating. Yeah. Um, it's like it, one of them said, like, you know, it's just random stuff that they, did, they didn't really get. I think if you didn't get the movie, you were part of the problem. <laughs> but I think if... Like you didn't really understand this movie had a lot of symbolism in it. it is, yeah, it's a very course. political movie. Yeah, it's a it has a big statement to it. So like if you're on the if you like don't agree with this movie politically, you might be like, oh, yeah, I don't like this movie. Yeah, the yeah. other thing I've noticed about superhero movies too on Rotten Tomatoes, they they get a lot of hate. Oh, I know Marvel. Right. Marvel has somehow found a, found yeah, a way. Yeah, Marvel. Uh, everyone loves Marvel movies for some reason. Even, like it's they're critically but critics, acclaimed. But, but critics, though, uh, I've heard that critics don't really like the Avengers. Be- no, believe it or not, though, I mean, Endgame reached like a ninety-six percent. Uh, Infinity War, I think, like an eighty on t- on tomatoes. Really. And uh, and all those Spider-Man movies, which the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man movies are getting pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, but still, like you, you wouldn't expect Spider-Man movies to be known as like the. the that, like the peak of of production and <laughs> right and critically but acclaimed movies. I, I, I think I think that was one issue with this movie though, like that some people took issue with. Like they expected a superhero movie. Yeah, but it's, a, it's more of a low budget character study. Actually, yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. And it's like it's a much yeah. I think it was like it was, what was a good ex- oh Deadpool. They people thought Deadpool was like a classic, you know, superhero villain, but it was just a complete, just random. Yeah. It well, was very uh, explicit. That's movie. what people wanted, though. With the that's true. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, they like, they I mean, you, you heard like stories where like kids were brought into the theaters. Oh yeah, then, there's like this Joker movie is not a movie for kids. Don't like, come. Of course, bring it's rated. Not all. every movie is for kids. Yeah. Just because it has the Joker on it doesn't mean bring your kids to it. Exactly. I don't. I don't understand that mentality. Tell I have heard Quentin Tarantino say all his movies are for kids, though. Yeah, they are. He says, he says really? go bring your kids to go see Kill Bill One, Two. <laughs> He says, go bring your Django. kids. <laughs> yeah. Glorious bastards and all that. I mean, yeah. I'd find, I, I'd much rather take my kids to see a Tarantino movie than any of the stupid any kids movie. movies <laughs> that come out these days. I yeah. saw this, this, all of them. Despicable yeah. Me, I hated that movie. <laughs> right, I went I to think... see Despicable Me 3 in theaters, uh-huh. where the minions turned purple. 
Oh. And they turned big and hairy. <laughs> and all I, all I saw was kids, like, jumping on seats. Like, <laughs> and, like, picking their noses and wiping it on the popcorn and then eating it. That's hot. It was pretty – yeah, it was beast. Yeah. But, I mean, how important do you think it is for, for kids to to – watched these these gory movies and it's not even gory i mean it's just like more realistic movies i would say like you know life isn't despicable me or anything but <laughs> life is <despicable laughs> life is <laughs> right but i mean you know movies like joker i think ex- display a much more you know it's a much yeah, yeah, yeah. more realistic image of what we are right i say just don't bring your kids to joker don't yeah. do it it's yeah, not yeah. a good idea that's, that's true yeah. that's well true. i would do you think a kid would enjoy that movie no i don't think a kid would enjoy but it you, yeah you, I, you as a kid much... i loved kill bill one yeah two. i I, I mean some kids would enjoy it but the kids these days are marketed the everything these days that has to do with kids is marketed towards 3d animation and bright colors and fun and, and superheroes and and drooling <laughs> and, uh, back to drooling <laughs> I don't know, it's but, bad uh, <laughs> don't it do is. it yeah i mean it Man, that was a that was a weird segue, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, one thing I did want to talk about, I guess, is a complete 180 because I just wanted to talk about just real quick. Yeah, because because there's a lot of metal on this table. There is a lot of metal. I mean, it's just a lot of wires. For our audience out there, and wood. making a podcast is it's the hard part is figuring out the wiring because I'm just looking around here and I I don't even know know where my mic is connected to to be honest. Yeah, it just <laughs> looks like the wires just like just enter everywhere. a a bunch and then they just. You don't know where they end. <laughs> yeah, but um, something very interesting that actually happened. To, uh, actually, it happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I would say a few months ago, even. But mm-hmm. it was it was just it was a fascinating thing. The SAT yeah. adversity score. How do you know what we're talking about here? The adversity score. Well, we'll, we'll give you a brief explanation. Yeah. So the SAT. If you if you guys don't know what the SAT is, it's a standardized test from the College Board that colleges use as like a definitive marker for how good you are you know it's it's yeah. it's a standardized test right um but they recently unveiled something that will like add on to your score or like se- like a separate score that like kind of gets pinpointed on it's called the adversity score um so let me let me check this, this thing so it's basically a score one of it, it measures quote unquote and i i don't even know how but it measures um students neighborhoods and schools <laughs> including crime rates uh poverty levels uh, family incomes to assign these students what quickly be well, so what's called an adversity score. The the, uh, the idea of the score was to help college evaluate students in context, mitigating the impact of wealth and other other advantages uh, have on metrics like GPA and test scores, um, stuff like that. That sounds like the easiest test to cheat on. The well, no, no, it's, it's not even it's not lie. even a, it's not even a test. It's just like well, that's what letters of record for, aren't they? That's what a letter of recommendation is for. I mean, not a letter of Yeah, rec- you know, my um, opinion on this. What is it? Uh, college essay. Right. That's what you do in a college essay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so explain your background. So this, yeah. yeah, this is why I'm confused. Is like, this is basically giving someone a double handicap. Because yeah. colleges already look at someone who grew up in, like, an impoverished area and maybe is, like, a minority Yeah, in but this area. one gives, like, a quantitative value. So, like, someone who has a score of 98 yeah. versus a 96, for instance, right? Like, now you can actually compare. Because imagine someone from the Bronx neighborhood growing up from the poor versus someone who grew up in the Oakland poor part parts in the neighborhood or Merced poor parts it's hard to compare and I think that's it's it's just stay like that you shouldn't compare yeah. who had it worse off you don't know. everyone's worse yeah right you, I could have grown up in the worst part of Merced but I mean if my parents were doing fine and they put food on the table every day and I was going to school on time yeah 
then it's like it isn't comparable to someone who maybe grew up in like a you know in a richer part of town but had parents that didn't care about their education that, and again that's what a college essay is for you're yeah. supposed I to think, write about yeah, your past you, you that's not for the sat the sat is supposed to be how smart are you? yeah i mean so does that mean so adversity score like i so is that like a given with like yeah next so, year's so, SAT so like score? imagine you take an sat and this is how they explain it like you have your sat score right but it's like a footnote at the bottom, like a star or like a PS. This is their adversity score. Like, for instance, if they have oh. like a 1600 and like they grew up in a really rich neighborhood and, you know, really good school versus someone who got a 1600 and their adversity score was high. Oh, so it's like an add on at the end. Yeah, it's like a it's like a context right? it's like, OK, this guy did this, but he did it. In, in an environment yeah, I could just like see a this. whole world of problems of trying to like yeah th- this is, shouldn't be my adversity score they didn't know what happened to me like yeah. uh-huh. you know what I mean I just like what if he grew up rich but his parents never fed him yeah or they were out all the time <laughs> like no literally though that's no sounds, yeah it sounds stupid but yeah, it sound, no, like yeah. there's there's kids I mean neglect is something that you can't it's measure. not a black and white thing yeah right. you literally can't this kid had neglect. two neglect this kid had 80 <laughs> <laughs> this kid's level 80 in the neglect meter <laughs> right but yeah i mean that, i just don't like the idea of quantitative a quantitative yeah analysis either. for everything right like <laughs> i'm poor okay right guys right guys huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean i guess but i mean just the sat itself is already getting the point where like uh, look i get it Colleges need some level of numbers to compare. Someone had this number, someone had that number. If that number's bigger, yeah. that student is probably doing better, right? I, yeah, I get it. Honestly, I prefer, the, I prefer the SAT over GPA, at least. Well, I mean, they, they both measure different things, and they both measure different things well in different areas, right? GPA measures how good you are doing in the context of your school, right? Like, imagine if you go to, like, a really top school, and, like, every class is hard. Right, getting a 4.0 is much more difficult than going to a co- school that you know has has a much more relaxed grading system. Yeah. So that one's difficult to compare, but it's more like I think class rank is more 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 of a good symbol because like how are you doing in comparison to everyone else in your same high school? Yeah. But again, these numbers I I don't really like. I I think the most important thing is both one your essays and your letter of recommendations, right? Like you know letters of rec that you know teachers are telling through their perspective what kind of person you are. Right, and you don't get that in essays, and also in essays, of course, you get to display a person. I think I think that's the issue. Yeah, right? it makes you. I mean, Colleges, I think, are too busy admitting test scores than admitting people. Oh yeah, I mean, you're you never get a, you data. never you barely get a chance to make yourself human. You're just yeah, you're just, it just like two numbers. Like, and yeah, I mean, I'm in the college application process right now, where I have to like submit everything. It just feels like I'm creating a profile instead of showing who i am feels yeah. like i'm playing skyrim <laughs> yeah it feels like i'm playing the sims or whatever, <laughs> character <right>? customization <laughs> yeah but i and i understand it's difficult like colleges are getting tens if not yeah tens of thousands I, I think ucla gets like hundreds of thousands i think actually of what of, of applications every year oh, yeah it's just ridiculous right so i get it that you need to streamline the process just a little bit but um you know i don't think there's a perfect way to solve it i think they have a good balance of numbers and quality yeah 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 right but I, again, I don't. I really dislike the idea of having an adversity score. It just it just seems like something that will have too many issues with it to be useful. Like mm. I get the, I like its point. I like its purpose, but I don't like. It's an impossible to execute properly. Yes. Yeah. Well, an adversity score. You know who could have used one is the Joker in the Joker movie. <laughs> <laughs> Segwaying back to the Joker movie. That's true. He would have a pretty high adversity score. Yeah, think. he would have the highest. He adversity was. Uh, score. He was. Well, I don't want to actually. You know what? We can't spoil the movie. We can't spoil the movie. 
but let's just say. But who would have higher adversity score, Batman or Joker? Well, that's a good point. But see, Joker though, <laughs> Joker made Batman. Oh, Batman's a perfect example of someone who rich. Yeah, rich and has oh, a but, high adversity score. But <gasps> you know, his parents parents were not parents died. Poor. They committed the not alive. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's like a traumatizing thing that isn't. Implemented a, into no, an adversity a, no, score. There we go. We use Batman and Joker to prove why the <laughs> adversity score. You know is who wrong. has the biggest high, highest adversity score? Who? Superman. His whole His planet whole died. <laughs> <laughs> but yet. But yet he has superpowers. <laughs> so like, point. what the hell? That's a very good. Yeah, point. if Earth blew up and I went to an alien college. Yeah, yeah, you'd be a. You had a pretty high adversity, adversity score. score. Would be every college would want you. Wait, yeah. so higher the adversity score means your yeah, life you have, was you worse. have more adversity. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, see again, that's that's just sounds so stupid to say. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had a ninety-eight adversity score. I was it was pretty bad. Again, I just want to make it clear that we're not like saying that you know if you are in an yeah, adverse yeah. situation, it means you deserve, we're looking down you on deserve you. Deserve some credit. You deserve well. Uh, well, I think you know. Well, first of all, you know, everyone deserves a chance to succeed at life. I just think the way that they're doing this with the score and everything with numbers, it just doesn't make sense. It just has a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Right. But um. But yeah, man, I got really like you guys use Joker and Batman to, use, to prove the adversity scores bad. We, we somehow spin that around yeah. to work. Right, but I guess with that, um, I think that kind of wraps it we, up we for our episode. Much, we we, we kind of touched on no everything podcast. we wanted to. No more podcast. <laughs> well, thanks. Harley, Harley's done with the podcast, everyone. It's yeah. time to wrap it up. Yeah, thanks, Harley, for coming on the show. It's always fun to talk. And I think, yeah, I have, I like this, where we just kind of talk about random stuff. Yeah, I think I think for want. every three guests, we need to have one of these. Yeah, it's just, you know, chill. We're it's just little, chilling. Yeah, we're just chilling. Right. Um, let's just talk about our sponsors real quick, though. Yeah, so thanks again. Little, little Oven Pizza. Little Oven Pizza. Our newest member of the squad. The chocolate Me. dipper. Oh, oh and, and, and Harley, Harley, once you're on the podcast, you're part of the squad. You know what I think people should do? They should go down on Main Street, get a little apple, put it on some pizza, take a bite out of both at the same the time. The little oven dipper. Yo. That's, there we go. There you go. That's that, where it's at. Let's get that done, people. <laughs> All right. Okay. I guess we'll see you guys next episode. See ya. Bye.